are back. The first percent podcast. We are back. We told you we're back next week, and we are. Yeah. Our, our summer break is over. We are back in the swing of things. At a time of the season when absolutely nothing is happening in the NFL. I'm, of course, your host, Ross, and with me, as always, is Dave. Hi, you right? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Had a good week? Yeah, yeah not bad. Uh, so, I've said before, just get ready to go to Glastonbury in the morning, so a bit of a... It's, it's lucky that there's not a lot to look at news-wise, because <laughs> I've not been paying attention to any of it. <laughs> it starts tomorrow, does it? Yeah, to, well, yeah, we'll sort of go in tomorrow. Oh. All kicks off tomorrow, but, you know. What's the forecast? Yeah. So, uh, like, heatwave. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, last time I went, it was, like, about six inches of, like, clay, clay-like clay mud <laughs> on top of it, on top of the, the whole site, and some of it was even worse than that, so that was, oh, wow. that was, that was a laugh. Excellent. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping this time will be a bit better. I'll take a bit of sunburn. Yeah, definitely, yeah, it's better than yeah. uh, just being drowned out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, we, we're going to do some, we're going to do some news, as we always do, but there's literally nothing to talk about, unless you want to uh, discuss the... Training camp dates, Dave. Um, nah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like everyone would have looked them up already, wouldn't they? There's so many people who have been speaking about them. There's, there's not much point. Yeah, everyone got the notifications on that. So it was, yeah, like, times. yeah. It's, like, it's been d- just like it's been done to death, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, there's no point. Uh, Amari Cooper thinks Dak Prescott should be among the highest paid quarterbacks. I mean, that's kind yeah. of relevant to this episode. Should he? Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, he's gonna be. Yeah, I think I think quarterback sort of contracts are just one of those things. They just go up and up and up, don't they? Every time a new one signs on, they pretty much set yeah. a new benchmark. So, so I think sort of um, I'm part of worrying about how much quarterbacks get paid because, I mean, they probably get don't get paid enough anyway. Like for their contribution yeah, for to the team, to that, do. yeah, their contribution to the team and team success, they probably don't get their sort of percentage of like the salary cap or whatever but yeah you know i mean they're never going to get that percentage because you know some of them basically are the whole team but you know what can you do yeah i think that's fair all right so we're gonna do our nfc east preview we did the uh, afc east last week um have you got a pen and paper dave because again i've come completely unprepared um i haven't but i can get one um Yeah, I've got one here. I've I've found a pen i just find some paper to write as as we're going all right uh, so last season um, was uh, kind of a, t- a tale of t- four different, very different teams. Like the Giants and Redskins didn't have a great season, but the other two had a pretty good year considering uh, some of the situations they were in. We'll start with, uh, so we'll go worst to first. Um, the Giants, they were worst last year, weren't they? <laughs> they didn't yeah. have a great season. Well, it's weird because they didn't have a, g- a good season, but they... Definitely had a worse off season so far, which is <laughs> which is great for them. Yeah, five and eleven they finished last year, um, basically on the back of Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, and then the season finished and all hell broke loose uh, in New York. They traded away Odell Beckham for what did they even get from? Um, Jabril Peppers and like pick sixteen or eighteen, something yeah. like those sort of lines, wasn't it? And, I don't know. I'm sure they got like a third in it or something. But yeah, not not tons for someone who is arguably the best receiver in the league. Yeah, and they traded Olivier Vernon, also to Cleveland. Um, did they get Kevin Zeitler in that trade? Yeah, I don't think that one was too bad of a trade. I think it sort of suited both teams. Just one yeah, of them. Vernon was on big money, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's a trade that sort of suited both three, didn't it? But uh, Landon Collins left in free agents, uh, free agency, signed for the Washington Redskins, and a pretty huge deal. Um. 
incomings wise, it's does not make good reading. I mean, I like Golden Tate. I always remember him as a Seahawks player. And that's good. Um, four years, thirty-seven and a half million. That's not a bad deal, is it? No, it's he's getting on a bit now, though, isn't he? He's not. Yes, uh, he and for the type of player he is, he's sort of that. I don't yeah, know. He's thirty he's, years old now. Yeah, sort of a lot of sort of making defenders miss, and I mean mm. that gets harder, doesn't it, as you get older and yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, yeah, I like Tate, but I'm not sure I'd want him to be, like, my number one receiver. No. Which, is, which I think mean, that's the problem with Tate, more than the player himself. is more that if he was somebody's number two, he's probably the best number two in the league or one of them. But, yeah, yeah as a one, it's a bit of a struggle. It is a bit of a stretch, that one. They've also signed uh, three players from the Cardinals. Always good when you're picking up players from the worst team in the league. Um, oh, yeah. Antoine Buffet, Marcus Golden, and Olsen Pierre. I don't even know who Olsen Pierre is, but... Golden and Buffet are at least names, aren't they? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know about this chance off-season. <laughs> <Just so. laughs> it's on Mike Remmers. Yeah. Uh, One-year deal, <laughs> that's good, maybe. And Rod Smith running back from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they drafted Daniel Jones, much to everyone's... Well, uh, it, it was a surprise, but it also wasn't a surprise, was it? Because the way this, the franchise is going, it was kind of obvious what they were going to do. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people thought it would uh, be with that second pick, the Beckham pick, but, you know, some of us, when we did mock drafts, had Jones at six, the Giants, you know, I don't know, I don't know who, but, you know, (laughs) some some of the better analysts out there did, but um, honestly, I don't actually, like, I I don't like Jones as a player, pretty much at all, but I actually don't mind the move so much, it's more, in a vacuum, the move's fine, they needed a quarterback, they went and got one. But they passed on like better quarterbacks a year ago. Mm. That's that's the big issue more than anything. It's more just it just doesn't particularly make sense. Like no, it doesn't because Eli is definitely going to be starting the season as the quarterback, and I'm assuming he'd have a a short leash. But I, I, don't know. I, th- I think he'll be gone by about week six. You think? Yeah, I mean, it it already happened basically a couple of years ago, didn't it? And then. If it wasn't for the fact they hated the head coach at the time, but <laughs> like the media there, then it wouldn't. It would have stuck, I think. But yeah. sort of, I think that was more just a the right move by the wrong person. It's, um, but yeah, I've, I don't think he's got much. I don't think he's gonna have much much uh, rope there. I think he's a couple of bad games and he's gone. Because you just can't. As soon as it happens, they'll be calling for the, like, the new quarterback. Yeah, Although, didn't he get fans, food? Even the Eli fans will be kind of thinking, right, this is this is enough now. Didn't he throw the pitch at um, either the Mets or the Yankees game or something? Jones then got booed yeah. by the New York fans, which is <laughs> brilliant. Like I, don't, I, like, I just don't understand that. Like, he hasn't even like played a game and they're booing him. I just don't understand. What a but, great situation to be in. No, like either way, he's a quarterback, isn't he? But like, yeah, so it was a weird one. But yeah, it's yeah. Not, that's, that's a quarterback room. Um, yeah. It was mud there. Um, <laughs> I mean, this entire season rests on Saquon Barkley, doesn't it? The man's got to be an absolute phenomenon again. Like he was last year, he was, um, I think, well-deserving of the, the second pick last year. He should have been the first pick, really. But over 1,300 rushing yards, another 700 receiving yards. Yeah, he, he needs to be that player, doesn't he? And, I mean, it's a, it's a big ask because, I mean, just injury risk is massive when yeah. he's carrying that sort of load, isn't it? That's... That's a big issue. More that if if he stays fit, he's probably going to do it. It's just he had three hundred and fifty touches last year, all combined. Yeah, that's a lot for a young player. Yeah, they're going, he's going to get burnt out, isn't he? He's going to 
unfortunately, yeah. I think, be a real good player for four or five years, and just the, the touches he's going to have are just going to take him out of the game. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a tough situation for him. It's yeah, shame really, but I mean, definitely one to pick up in fantasy though. Oh yeah, possibly yeah. first pick. Really easy. Yeah, I, I don't really see any other player out there that can go the first pick. Obviously, some leagues have a bit weird rules that make it uh, mm. like some other players sort of rank a bit higher. But yeah, I think Barkley's the absolute slam dunk number one pick. Really, it's, yeah, definitely. If, if you're taking someone else, I think you're just thinking about it too much. Just yeah, just, just take, take the best players who get the most touches. It's yeah. pretty simple, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's obviously an injury risk, but there's an injury risk with every player. Just well, yeah. yeah. Draft Barkley with your league, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sounds good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wide receivers wise, Corey Coleman, Cody Lattimore, Sterling Shepherd, Russell Shepherd, Golden Tate. It's, it's a bunch of names, isn't it? There's nothing that stands out there. It's just it's a, a bunch of sort of decent two and threes. Yeah. It's, there's no yeah, there's no like wide receiver one. Like I mean, maybe they go out and get someone like Beckham, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so like a, a player like him would really do, look good in this. Yeah, I think they're trade talking they? about Beckham over the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that kind of make Evan Ingram the 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 wide receiver one by kind of just default because he's the best receiver on that team? Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, <laughs> the twenty-four no, yeah, year old tight end in his second year is it? I think Shepard's got something, but again, I don't know. He hasn't really stayed fit as he the whole time, and no. Yeah, it's just. I think that's the problem, like, and I think what it all boils down to, like, all the different things just boil down to, like, Dave Gettleman, I just don't understand what the plan is. No, they're it's not, been a disaster, isn't it? They're not tanking, they're, but they're also not doing it, making any moves that make you think they're trying to win. But I think that's yeah. more that's more that they're bad moves by Gettleman, and Gettleman's not a good GM rather than he's trying to lose, you know? He's not, I don't think he's... <laughs> He's unintentionally tanking, like, just, <laughs> just by being terrible. So we had this situation last week with the Dolphins. Where, out of the two, which team do you think is going to have the better, the better season? Who are, they're, kind of, they're both in the same situation, but the, the Giants just aren't admitting it to themselves, are they? No, I think, I think there's just, I think Barkley on his own will probably just win mm. a few games there. I mean, you can just sort of pencil him from three games, maybe four games, just from him having maybe like yeah. 250 yards on a game or something, you know, <laughs> 250 yards um, total. So, uh, yeah, I think you can pencil them in for a few wins, but I mean, I don't know what their over-under is. I assume it's most, I, well, I think the lowest team was about five or six. I assume they're in that range. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's hard to really see how they win six games from here unless... Unless Jones comes in and he is the man that Gettleman fell in love with watching for five minutes. <laughs> you know, it's, uh... They're 14 to 1 to win the division. They are the, the, the longest odds of any NFC's team. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not looking rosy, is it, for them? Defensively, I'm looking through this defensive roster and they're. Um, Jabril Peppers is the only name that really stands out to me as a, as a player who I recognise within the league. I mean, yeah, and like I did like Jabril Peppers coming out, but I mean I think he's fine. But yeah, yeah, stuff and like again I like Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, first round the pick. pick yeah, yeah the, the pick at the time it wasn't great. Like they've let Harrison go, and he's like a replacement for him. But it's mm. just I mean sign Harrison and use that pick on someone else. You know, it's just, <laughs> I like I don't, I don't know. It's just yeah, there's not much hope, and I think that's the worst. It's the worst, the worst place thing. to be, isn't it? Yeah, there's, like, it's hard to see how this Giants... But, and we do, 
saying this, you do see teams turn around pretty quickly, but yeah. I mean, it's not crazy to think the Giants are turning to like the Browns of like two, three years ago, is it? No, not at all. It's, just, it's a roster devoid of talent. At least the Browns had a couple of bright sparks. I mean, yeah. Alec Ogletree is your best linebacker, and really, Dexter Lawrence is your best defensive line player, and he's a rookie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really hard to see where they go from here. And like, I do feel sorry for Giants fans in a lot of ways because yeah, I mean, yeah, I, until they fire Gettleman, I honestly don't see how this gets better because it. I, like, I bang on about him, but honestly, he's so bad at his job. I don't understand. And he's irrelevant to that fact as well, isn't he? Which is the problem. Yeah, it's... Oh, I, I don't know. I just don't know where they go, really, until they fire him. That's the... that's. I mean, that's what the whole thing boils down to. As long as Gettleman's there, this team's going to be a losing team. Well, something to look forward to, Giants fans. What's your record yeah. for Dave? What are they going to do? Are they going to best last season's 5-11 and 11 or stick? Mm-hmm. I'll go under the five. Yeah. Um, and so I think Barkley will win a few games his own. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Obviously, I haven't really looked at the schedule for them, so I don't. Uh, they start. They start at the Cowboys. They've got the Bills, the Bucks, the Redskins, and the Vikings in the first month. So uh, we'll get on to them, but we don't really know what the Redskins are. I think. No. Sort of if the Redskins, if the Redskins are okay, then I think three games. Where if mm. the Redskins are terrible, then four. They'll <laughs> win one off of them, you know. <laughs> I'd go somewhere in the three or four range, but I'll, I'll go four. Just, yeah, I think Barkley will just do enough to sort of sneak a few games to them. Out of division, they've got the um, NFC North, um, which is not going to win any of those games, are they? No. Lions, no, it's not, the, Bears and Packers. Yeah, it's not the best division to play. They also play the Dolphins, which could be really interesting the week before Christmas. Yeah, that could be. The team has tanked better. Yeah, the decider that could be big one. <laughs> Time to look forward to a lot. Of, yeah, there's a lot riding that game actually on December the fifteenth. Both um, teams are building up for that all season. <laughs> they're what twelve games or so before that. It's uh, yeah. irrelevant. They're Just their games. That's all the one that matters for the, the two teams. Still going what four and four and twelve? Yeah, four and twelve. I think yeah. I think that's probably about right. I'll stretch to five and eleven. I can. I think the ceiling is seven, seven and nine, kind of. That's the very, very upper ceiling. They get feel, things a bit lucky. That feels like if everything goes right, which is man, yeah. it's imagine that's just a dreadful situation, isn't it? <laughs> but it's yeah. like as well because I think there'll be people out there saying they're going to go winless or whatever. But it's very rare that teams get less than like three wins. It's quite hard to not sneak a few, isn't it? Like, like you said, you it, cannot go winless with Saquon Barkley on your team. Yeah, it's not possible. It, yeah, and like you, have, you always have these weird games, like. They might play the Cowboys or someone, and you know they're off. And games like that, like sometimes like football, yeah. like derbies, isn't it? Some of them games seven uh, and four. Right. Yeah, they're a bit different, aren't they? Some of them games. So I do think they'll win a few, but yeah, four wins, some of like that. It's it doesn't feel yeah, it doesn't feel great for them, does it? No. Well, it feels like it'd be an absolute miracle if you see them in the playoffs, doesn't it? Oh yeah, something disastrous has happened to the rest of the league. If, if <laughs> yeah, it's... it's hard to see what the route to that is without. You know, get them and decide to just trade away loads of picks for loads of stars, but yeah. I don't know why you would do that. You know, it's, uh, it's a lot of lasagnas yeah. spread around the NFC East <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. Um, so, good luck, Giants fans. It's going to be a long season. Uh, Washington Redskins next. They finished 7 and 9 last year. I, th- I liked where they were going last year, and then just injuries absolutely destroyed them, didn't they? Especially quarterback position, Alex Smith, with that absolutely horrific injury. And then Colt McCoy did almost the same thing what, just a few weeks later. Yeah, it was tough for them, wasn't it? Because, yeah, there, there was some promise there. And 
I don't. Peterson was running like the old AP. He was just smashing into the line and hoping to get through. But he had flashes of some really nice, um, some really nice games, and he's kind of all in for this season as well. Yeah, like I, I think their ceiling isn't too dissimilar to the Giants. I just think there's a lot more hope, and like yeah. there's they sort of it's almost a sign, like, or almost a thing that they're building towards something. Like they've got their quarterback, and Haskins was my favourite quarterback coming out. Yeah, I think they did well to get him. They didn't have to trade up for him. I think we've got Haskins, yeah, they've got Montez Sweat in the first round as well, and also Terry McLaurin, who's I really like as a wide receiver. They got him in the third round. Yeah, they they, picked, they made some good picks there. And they've got um, Geis coming back at running back after like injuring himself in well about two days into OTAs or whatever wasn't it last year? Mm. Although he didn't last long in uh, the preseason, so Basically yeah, they got four him back. Early rookies, haven't they? Yeah, so I mean, there's something to build around there, isn't there? There's some like on offense, you've got and they drafted another wide receiver in Harmon that Kerwin Harmon that yeah. was one of my favourites. There's there's a lot to like about the Redskins, and they got Paul Richardson who was really good for the Seahawks. And then kind of suffered injuries again last season, but he had a really good kind of last year with us. Yeah, it might not be this season, but I think I don't know. They're going somewhere, which is not something mm. you can say about the Giants. And I mean, it, I don't think it really matters too much to the Redskins what happens this year. I think just sort of one of them seasons, a bit like the Jets last year. You know, where it's just I don't know if you see some progression from Darnold, that's sort of a, that's a win. That is a that season is a positive. Where, yeah. If yeah. Haskins comes in and wins a couple of games and looks like a a good quarterback, yeah, and some of the rookies click and you get something from Geis and yeah, I think um, there are things to like about this team. It also it is lacking kind of superstars. I think yeah, well, probably AP is probably what the biggest name around the league in their team. And obviously, Landon Collins. That's oh, yes. there. That's um, that's a big pickup, isn't it? And, well, it's a lot of rival. money. We're not yeah. huge Collins fans, are we, on this podcast? No, yeah, he's not, not a huge fan. But at the same time, you, you, it's one of the things you've got to spend the money on someone. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter too much if you've uh, signed it. Yeah, like, I wouldn't personally have wanted to pay Landon Collins the money, but, I mean, who else are you going to pay, really? You know, it's, well, yeah. you've got to pay someone, so you might as well pay him. They've got Collins and they've got Josh Norman in that backfield. That's. Uh, Combustible um, backfield. Uh, they've also got uh, Dominic Rogers Camarty, who I'm sure retired. Yeah, I thought he retired. <laughs> About halfway through last season, didn't he? Yeah. Um, is he back? He's on their roster for this year. Making a big comeback. Uh, yeah, he signed on the 15th of March 2019. Came out of retirement all, to sign with the Redskins. That's all anyone's talking about. Weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did not know that had happened. Completely missed that bit of news. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, defensively, defensive line, uh, Jonathan Allen, I, I like him as well. He, he settled well, I think, last year. And then you've got some decent linebackers, I think. You've still got um, Ryan Kerrigan, who... <laughs> his star's fading, possibly, but you've got his replacement in, in sweat there ready to come in and take over. Yeah, there's... Um... Yeah, a bit like the offense. There's definitely something to sort of hold on to and... See as promising. I just, yeah, I just, I don't think they're going to be threatening the playoffs really. But no. I mean, there's a, there's a chance that they're a bit like you know the Bills teams the last couple of years, where maybe they win a few more games, they pull off a few upsets. They're going to be one of them teams that doesn't really make it easy for anyone, which is you yeah. know that's pretty good, isn't it? That's yeah. 
there's a lot worse situation to be in than the current Redskins, which, you know, when Alex Smith went down, they were paying him so much money mm. to not be playing. and Yeah. You know, things could look a lot worse right now. I think they had a really good draft, and you know, I think you know, I think they're going somewhere decent, but, you know, it's a big year for um, Gruden there. Yeah, do you I think, think he's safe? Do you think he makes out the year regardless of... Unless it's an absolute disaster two-win season. Yeah, I, I think he'll probably see out the season, but... You know, I don't know what like the mark he'd have to get to to keep his job. Mm. I think he's one of them. If you're predicting now, he'd be very near the top of the list of uh, candidates to lose their job yes. in January. I think that would be a shame. He's done. I think he's done a decent enough job there. Yeah, he's a weird coach because I both think he's made a lot of mistakes and done some bad stuff. But then I also look at it and think, oh yeah, so, yeah, nothing too bad there. So, <laughs> not great circumstances sometimes. Yeah, I think he's um, done a decent enough job with what, the, what he's got around him and, and what he's got above him, yeah. even more so, I think. Yeah. He's got an interesting staff. got Tom, Jim Tom Sula, former 49ers coach. Uh, he's the defensive line coach. And he's also got Rob Ryan coaching the inside linebackers. Yeah. He's, um, Different. Yeah, I mean, character, I guess. What if we turn up in his pink suit that he uh, likes to run a Sky Sports when he was there? Thankfully, yeah, that does at least keep him off Sky Sports this season, so there's one plus. Really, I didn't actually mind him on there because, oh. I mean, I'm a- absolutely against Jeff Reinbold at all times. <laughs> so, uh, unless Jeff wants to come on the podcast, then I'll drop, I'm drop my it. beef with him, yeah. But um, I just don't understand why he's on the TV, really. <laughs> well, at, least, <laughs> at least Rob Ryan's bringing some actual NFL experience instead of, like, yeah, Canadian football special teams experience, you yeah. know. Seems a weird place to go to for your uh, to be your yeah. guy. They've also got a player on defence called Casanova McKenzie, who's now currently my favourite player in the league. What a name. That is a good name. Casanova McKenzie. He's been on the three teams already and he's made one tackle in his NFL career. So. I mean, they signed Bryce Love as well, didn't they? So, yeah. You know. a good, yeah. Lovely name, <laughs> lovely team names they've got. I mean, there's some great content for them come Valentine's Day <laughs> next year. You yeah, know, it's better be all over there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a social media like manager's dream. <laughs> They've got nine running backs on the roster currently. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... I like Chris Thompson. I like Chris Thompson from a fancy point of view. If he can stay fit, I think he'd be a fancy monster. Um, AP is the number one going to the season? Cause... I mean, I think guys. I think the plan will be that guys is the man, but... I mean, it's very easy to see that sort of situation. You know, Frank Gore's been in for about the last five years where <laughs> he just takes a few too many touches from like, I'm probably, at this stage, a more talented running back. Yeah. Because coaches quickly default to the old veteran, don't they? And Yeah, we know what Peterson can do, give him the ball. Yeah, where, I mean, I hope the Briskins don't do it. And No, I think maybe they won't, but yeah, I think it's easy for them to do that. But yeah, I would... So if if I was drafting in fancy now, I'd be taking Geis over all the others. Yeah, some like P Ryan still there and Bryce Love. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they're the four. I think it's going to be Peterson, Peterson, Geis, and Thompson will be your main three, and then yeah. Bryce Love getting the odd carry or two through the season, and probably getting a few more as the season goes on. Yeah, the Well, they finished last season at seven and nine. I'm 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 sticking with that. I think that's kind of what they're hitting again this year. Yeah, I, I think I'll go for six. Yeah, I just yeah, I think I don't know. It it sort of depends on Haskins and how quickly he hits the ground running. I'd say because I'm sort of assuming he will win the starter job. Mm. 
by the start of the season. But yeah, he must do, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, these other quarterbacks that are there, like Keenum, like, I don't really know what you're gaining from playing Keenum, to be honest. But, really, yeah. No, so, like, just get Haskins out there for me. But, yeah, yeah, I'd go, yeah, I'd go six wins. Yeah, I think there's, there's an upside of maybe nine wins if uh, if Jordan Reed stays fit and he can create a, a, a quick connection with Haskins. They also Titans are good for rookie receivers. He's got a good one there. If he can stay fit, then there's the upside of that. Yeah, I think I think it's a bit like um, Tyler Eifert for the Bengals. You sort of assume he's not going to at this stage. Yeah, I always draft both of them every year, and I'm always let down when they're injured. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, then, you, then you're signing like Ricky Seals Jones <laughs> or something like that, just uh, wait a week or two for you. Yeah, it's depressing. But <laughs> I can't get over my love for both of those guys. Um, so yeah, that's where that's where we are with the Redskins, kind of sitting in third place in the division. The Eagles, uh, nine and seven, they finished last season, I believe, and came in second place. Um, they've been busy. There's a lot yeah. of moves. Uh, they brought Malik Jackson in, which is uh, just strengthening that defensive line even more. Um, they brought Cody Kessler in for whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> the main thing for them is Carson Wentz's fit, apparently, and there is no longer Nick Foles in town. No, I think yeah, that insurance policy for Wentz has gone now, so yeah. they've they've shown a lot of confidence in him and I mean oh, Wentz is obviously a good quarterback. Yeah. I'm just not convinced that he is as good a quarterback as you know, that sort of when he was like, when he was seen as like an M V P candidate, I'm just not sure he is that player. Do you think that was just a, a magical season almost? I'm not even sure he was that great in that season. You know, it's like... Mm. I, I remember that season, that defence played incredible. And, like, again, he's got to do the thing. And I feel... Like, it always feels a bit harsh, sort of saying, but it feels like he was just in a really good circumstance... Uh, in really good circumstances, sorry, with, like, an incredible head coach... Um, sorry, coordinator in Frank Wright. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's... Um, yeah, I'm not convinced by Wentz. Was it the 2017 uh, sort of season? His second year? That he was kind of in the talk for the MVP? Because his numbers... It must have been, yeah, because then Foles come in and went over, um, went and won the Super Bowl, didn't he? Not yeah. that I remember that game. But, <laughs> well, he had 33 right. touchdowns of 13 games, which is great, but he only had 3,000 3, yards. Um, only yeah. 300 yards. I mean, 300 yards rushing is good for a running back, especially a guy of his size, but that, those numbers aren't that impressive. No, and I think his numbers, I can't remember them now, but I think he like goes at a rate of a, like a fumble every game. Yes, I think which, we uh, we talked about that. Yeah, he's a fumble a game. He's got 32 fumbles in 40 games. Yeah, that's... That's, that's bad. That is, yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> that is really bad. And it's not like the Eagles got some dreadful O-line, is it? That's, <laughs> that's sort of a struggle for him. Yeah, there's a lot invested in that line, and... I mean, they've invested more this season, haven't they? They traded up to get another lineman. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think there's a lot of pressure on Wentz this year. I think he's got to show something, and mm. I'm not 100% convinced he's going to. Who takes the number one running backs position? Because Jordan Howard's there, Mark Sanders is the flashy rookie. Um, they've got Josh Adams, Corey Clement, and Wendell Smallwood, who have all seen time. They've got a yeah. really deep room there. I think it's going to be very Patriots-like in yeah, such a situation. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they'll be 
I don't think there'd be like a number one running back as such. Yeah. I mean, I think... What do you think of Jordan Howard? I like Howard as a player. I, I think Howard's just a good, solid running back. I don't think he's spectacular. Yeah. I don't think he's spectacular, but I think he's a player that can do a good job. And, yeah. You know, he's the sort of running back that we do, the Patriots do tend to like. And yeah. Where, yeah, I think I think he was sort of super fit quite well here in Philadelphia. I think he can do a lot to help them. And, yeah, I think if I had to take a running back, again, just talking fancy, if I had to take one, I'd probably go for him. But, mm. yeah, I wouldn't feel great about any of them or having to start because I think one week they'll be scoring they'll be getting 20 touches and then the next or you won't see him for another three weeks or something like that it's just going to be that sort of (laughs) physically that sort of thing for the Eagles running backs but I mean that's good for them in real life but yeah fantasy that's terrible but yeah Yeah. I think that's I think it's a good way to make up your team because I think you become a bit unpredictable and Mm. you can sort of change the matchups can't you which I think is a good thing yeah much like the Giants Zach Ertz he's the number one target Uh, you've also got Nelson Aguilar still there somehow. Um, Deshaun Jackson's back and Alshon Jeffrey, um, who I always seem to end up with in fantasy and always does a, a relatively decent job, but I'm never happy about having him on my team. He's one of those <laughs> yeah. players. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a weird one. That's not, yeah. that's not a bad three. They've also got JJ RK, Gio Whiteside, who's been getting some buzz uh, from uh, the, the mini camps they've had and stuff, the OTAs. So. Yeah, there's, there's definitely something to like there. It's just... I mean, I guess it depends how you're judging them. If you're judging them as like a Super Bowl contender, I think they're a bit short. Yeah. If you're judging them as a team that can go in the playoffs and, you know, maybe make a bit of noise or a bit like they were last year, really. You know, that sort of team was a bit of a threat, but mm. when ultimately you don't think they're probably they don't. Sorry, you don't think they're really going to win it. But I mean, once you get in the playoffs, anyone can win. As was they showed when they did win it. But yeah, oh, yeah, it's a tough one. They've also got the. Um... AAF's all-time uh, most receiving yards and a game player, uh, Charles Johnson, they signed, who's been in the league before and shown flashes, been a fairly highly rated re- receiver. So they've got some pieces of offense. Obviously, in Zach Ertz, they've got arguably the best tight end in the league, and Dallas got it backing him up as well. He's not too bad. They've got a yeah. lot of money invested in that line. They've got Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters, the three absolute studs of their positions. Um, I mean, the guards are a little bit suspect, but you can kind of get away with that. Yeah, when you've got three players like that, you can yeah you can work around it, can't you? And defensively, the defensive line is, is disgusting. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Malik Jackson, Timmy Jernigan's there as well. Yeah, there's that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I think they can definitely. I guess they can be a Super Bowl threat. And just thinking about it, it's just yeah, I just. I, I, it all rests on Wentz, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Because if he goes I mean, down, he... Cody Kessler's your man, or Nate yeah. Sudfeld. Yeah, and neither of them are good enough to do what Nick Foles did. No, no, not at all. Um... I'm still not convinced that Nick Foles is good enough to do what Nick Foles <laughs> did. But that's another that's another story. Yeah, we'll come to that on the, when we do the the, uh, the South in a couple of weeks. Um, so they went nine and seven. I'm going to plump for ten wins. I think I think Wentz has a, a, a good year, and they they impress. Yeah, 10 feels about right, doesn't it? This division, it always sort of produces... It very rarely seems to produce like a number one seed, does it? They're always always tend to... I know it's always there has the been the last two but, weeks, isn't it? The, the, yeah, it feels like there's always a couple of teams in it because they're quite good teams on the whole. Mm. Maybe not so much this year with the Giants, but <laughs> you know, like on the whole, it does tend to be quite a competitive division. It's not always the best division but it's always quite competitive so yeah you don't always get the biggest win totals but yeah I think yeah 10 wins feels about right for them yeah that's what the Cowboys won the division with last season um 
So yeah, well, let's stick with that and let's move on to last season's winners, the Dallas Cowboys, who I just said won ten games. Um, they won in the playoffs against the Seahawks. I remember that happening, uh, and they lost to the Rams, obviously. Um, pretty good. That's not. A, that's a really good season considering the, the pressure that Jason Garrett is under to get to the playoffs every season. They had like seven or eight Pro Bowlers, which doesn't really mean anything, but it is kind of recognition for the players to have a good season. Um. They've been pretty quiet this off season. Yeah, I Apart mean, from Jason Witten. Yeah, you've additions, Jason Witten and Randall Cobb. Mm. It's not. I mean, honestly, honestly, the big addition is um, Kellen Moore, uh, offensive coordinator. I think that's that's the most <laughs> interesting thing. But, but like, I genuinely do think that that's yeah. a, an interesting move because, I mean, I think he, um, yeah, I like a lot of what he seems to have done, and all the talk about him seems to be positive and yeah. He's quite you know, thought of, isn't he? Yeah, and I don't think I don't think that offense can. Like, the offense was fine, but I don't think the offense could really get worse because I don't think it was particularly well well done last year. And you know, I think when you've got Elliot, you've got Cooper now, you've got Dak, who you know, I think both of us over the times have questioned him a little bit. He's yeah. not, but he's a decent enough quarterback. He's not. He's not incredible, but I think he's a good, solid quarterback. And yeah, I think there's stuff to like here. You know, yeah, Adam like, Randall Cobb's going to take you over the edge, isn't it? I'm, I'm but, shocked he's not even 30 years old yet. Randall. It, it feels like he's been past it for about three years, doesn't it? That's he's got the speed of a 40 year old these days. Yeah. I'm sure he can yeah. catch a few balls. But yeah, I've heard reports that they're going to run a lot of kind of three wide sets a lot of the time. That's going to be their base look. So you've got, what, Cooper, Alan Hearns, I suppose? Um, Michael Gallup. Yeah, yeah I, I like him a lot. I think he's a really good player. Yeah, he's got some good upside there. Um, so I think Cooper. I think people are. I think people are getting a bit ahead of themselves on Cooper, because even last year when he was good with the Cowboys, he was still that same Amari Cooper that had one good game for like two bad. Yep, I'm not an Amari Cooper fan. He he does two good. Yeah, he has two games a season where he gets about a thousand yards in those two games, and then he just disappears the rest of the season. I do think he is a really talented player, and like, I think there's a lot to like about him. But he just doesn't do it enough, and he's shown a lot of times that he doesn't do it enough. And mm. yeah, I think people are getting a bit ahead of themselves and sort of always penciling him as like a top. I've seen people like edging him into like the top five area, <laughs> which to me seems a bit well, a bit. It seems very insane. Yeah, there are definitely like, ten other receivers I've had before. Yeah, like. I mean, if you're asking for a player to just one game and you're taking a punt, then maybe he'd be up there. Yeah, you might get the, the flip of the coin that's the, the 200-yard game. Yeah, has, but, but if, you're, if you're asking for a receiver that week in, week out it's going to produce for you, or even like 10 out of 16 weeks, you know, someone who's going to yeah. really contribute, I'm just not sure he is it. No, looking at his stats, they're all highlighted by his longest touchdowns every year. 87 yards, 90 yards, yeah. 70 yards, 65 yards. He, he has these... Big big plays, which kind of cover up the fact that it doesn't do much else in them games. No, but it's not it, like God. Sorry, they've got that threat. That's the problem. There's the threat of him exploding, yeah. so defenders have to respect him. Yeah, and I think he helps Elliot a lot in that sort of yes. sense. I think that does make a big difference there. Besides, besides Zeke, if Zeke gets suspended or uh, injured, that run, that running back room, I do not do not recognise a single player who's in that room with them. Uh, Jordan Chun, Darius Jackson, Tony Pollard, Mike Webber. So Tony Pollard would be the one, he's the rookie, so like, he'd be right, the... Yeah. Uh, he's, like, he's a fourth-round rookie, which, you know... I mean, yeah. we've seen with the Chiefs, that, that doesn't always 
mean anything like that they are. He played wide receiver uh, for three of his four years at college. Uh, yeah, like, he is. I think he's a talented player, but I'm not sure he's the one. I mean, this this Cowboys offense, even going back to Romo, it worked best when they were giving it to Demarco Murray then, and then Elliot yeah. after him, giving them the ball, leaning on the running game, and then playing like surprisingly good defense last year. I mean, they yeah, well, they're the kind of standout players apart from the rookies, really. Van der Esch had a superb season. Yeah, and you got um, Lawrence, haven't you? Demarcus Lawrence is yes. obviously a star. Um, yeah, they've got they've got some good stuff, but yeah, I, th- I think I, I think they're a tough team to predict because I mean I'm still not convinced that Dak is amazing. I think I think he's very much in that Andy Dalton area mm-hmm. of the league where. I think they can win. I think they can win a Super Bowl with him, and I think they can win games with him. But I think the rest of the team around him needs to be right. And I don't know. Maybe maybe this team is right. There's a lot to like about it. Yeah, I think Dak is the ultimate game manager. Which that's yeah. always kind of a dirty word to use regarding quarterbacks. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. If you manage a game correctly, you win the game. And what more do you want? Yeah, there's a lot worse things you could be. Yeah, definitely. He's got ten thousand yards in three seasons. That's that's not bad going. That's pretty good rate to be on. Um, he, he could up his touchdowns a, a touch, but he's, he's he's only fumbled the ball twenty times in three seasons. So take note, Carson Wentz. And yeah. um, I don't know. He's he's always a threat to run as well, which they kind of got away from a bit last season. But he's got that ability there. And like you say, with with Elliot, who well, for me, he's the second best running back in the league behind Le'Veon Bell, but he's an absolute beast. And you can kind of put the entire workload on him, and he doesn't appear to be a guy that's going to break down through excessive touches. No, he seems, yeah, that running back. He seems to get really stronger, tired, if anything. Yeah. Which yeah, is he's... a terrifying thought. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. <laughs> he's uh, been in the league for coming into his fourth season, he's already got 4,500 yards. That's not yeah. bad, is it? No, no, not bad at all. And he missed time as well. Yeah. <laughs> like he missed time in that. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, he did. It's, uh, yeah, I think, I think he almost gets a bit underrated, Elliot. Yeah. I think, which is weird, considering most people probably have him as a top, like, free running back, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I think, I honestly think if you put him on that Rams team last year, he'd have better numbers than Gurley would have. Oh, yeah. And I think Gurley... It's obviously a really good running back, but I think, yeah, I think the situation there was absolutely perfect. And yeah, I think not that Elliot's in a bad situation at the Cowboys, obviously, but yeah, it's yeah, I like Elliot a lot. I think I think you could definitely make the case he's the best running back in the league. Yeah, it's the run, the running backs are, are kind of a tricky um, rank this year, aren't they? There's what do you do with Gurley? Where does Zeke fit? What what we yeah. get from Lev Bell? It's really tough to kind of. We need to see some action before we can kind of. Yeah. Put these guys in any sort of order, whatever kind of that means. I mean, I think if there's a redraft or whatever for some reason, then I think Barkley's been the first take, uh, running back taken yeah. because obviously that little bit younger. But yeah, I think. I mean, if you're asking me to pick a running back for this season, just for any, just some random team needs a running back, mm. I'd be hard pushed not to take Elliot. I think. Yeah, yeah, because you can catch the ball as well. Yeah, I think there's there's so much to like about him. And he's that proper running back you can build around, and that's what yeah. I need to do. Defensively, the Cowboys have still got Sean Lee. Um, he'll be there for five games before he gets injured again. Um, yeah. Van Der Esch is the, the natural replacement to take over that 
linebacker's call and it probably should happen this season. Like I said, they got Demarcus Lawrence, they got Robert Quinn, who's um well, he's been saying a lot he's been saying a lot that he wants to uh, pin back his ears and get off the quarterback this year. He's got the ability to do that. Uh he just yeah. needs to kind of actually do it. Uh Tyrone Crawford's a good uh, defensive end. Christian Carrington's a decent pick up as well, former Texan. They've got got some players there, Byron Jones as well, back end. Yeah, it it feels like they're definitely going to be there or thereabouts, doesn't it? Mm. It feels like this team's got a pretty high floor. It doesn't feel like they're going to be an absolute disaster, which, no. you know, even the better Cowboys teams recently have had that in them, haven't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Jason Garrett sees out the season. I mean, he probably sees out like the rest of his life. Honestly, I don't really know what the situation where he gets fired is. No. Because, I mean, I guess now they've, now you've changed your coordinator. I think yeah, the head coach, I think that immediately puts the head coach in the hot seat because, you know, who do you blame then if yeah. things aren't right? So maybe he is edging closer, but, you know, I think if they had a losing season, it'd be interesting to see what they do, but, yeah, he's he's firmly cemented in there, I think, Garrett, isn't he? They've got a slightly odd kind of um, setup where Chris Rashard, the former Seahawks defensive coordinator, is he's the defensive back coach, but he's also the passing game coordinator, which that's, I've never seen that before. No, it is a weird setup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're a weird team, aren't they? <laughs> Just all round. Uh, so they finished with 10 wins last season. Where are they going to finish this year? I think maybe they can push 11. Yeah, I'd have them. Yeah, I think eleven and just sneak in the division. I think. Mean, yeah. Yeah, if it it feels about that, doesn't it? I think, yes. I think their floor is like I think their floor is about eight wins. Really, they've got a pretty tough last six games: Patriots, then they got my Buffalo Bills, uh, they have got the Bears, the Rams, the Eagles, and they finish with the Redskins. That's a tough last six weeks there. Yeah, it is a tough run in. I mean, I guess that comes from winning the division, doesn't it? You yeah. uh, get that tougher, tougher run. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're just a good, solid team, and they're going to be that team that come January, they're probably going to be a threat to beat anybody. Like, mm. if they get, they're one of those teams. If they get hot, they can definitely be in there with a chance. Yeah, I think that's fair. So we have got them. The division stays exactly the same next season. It's going to finish as it finished last year. I mean, that, that seems to never happen, does it? So we've almost <laughs> definitely got that wrong. I mean, if I had to pick someone that would go in a different position, I, I think the top two and the bottom two are pretty set. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the Redskins and the Giants are going to be the bottom two one way or another, and then yep. the top two are going to be the other two teams. It's just, I think that would be the way. I, I, I just don't see the situation where the Redskins and the Eagles end up winning this division. No. I'm um, sorry, the... The Giants, yeah, the Giants win the division because you'd need both of them teams to fall away, and either of them teams to have a really good season. Then, you know, I just, I just don't see it. There, yeah, yeah, it would take something really odd to happen. Yeah. Obviously, things like a quarterback injury changes things instantly, doesn't it? But you know, you can't you can't judge it based on that because if you're doing that, every team would have a a 15 game <laughs> like window wouldn't they they could go into but yeah assuming quarterbacks stay fit and stuff I just don't really see how these top two teams don't finish the top two teams no it's it's quite boring and kind of an absolute waste of the last 40 odd minutes of our lives but yeah this division is going to finish <laughs> exactly the same as it did last year 
it feels set for that, doesn't it? Yeah, unfortunately so. Um, so where are we heading next week, Dave? We're back to the AFC. What what are we going to do next? Um, we said we're going to do alphabetical order. What's like the North then? AFC North. AFC North. Oh, okay. Glamour division. Interesting division. Really interesting division yeah. to talk about this year. Yeah, there is a lot there to look at. Sort of every team pretty much has got some sort of quite big story, haven't they? Whether yeah. the Browns. The, I think the, any, any of the four teams could win this division next year. Yeah. I think people will be ruling the Bengals out, but I am not convinced that uh, they're going to be some awful team. No, they've broken the curse. They, they've got rid of their head coach and they can actually finally move on with life and yeah. a new offence. And Yeah, it could be a really interesting season. So that's, I'm really looking forward to next week's podcast. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to them then, obviously. But uh, yeah, I think they're definitely one of my dark horses, the Bengals. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately for me, the alphabetical order thing screws me. I have to wait like another eight weeks to talk about the Seahawks. But <laughs> headlining. That's what it is. <laughs> the last one before the season starts, we'll get yeah. the big one. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the podcast for this week. You can find us on uh, social media, Dave. Where else should people go to for that? So this is the point of the podcast where everything fell apart. Skype just shit the bed on us and uh, I lost Dave. Hopefully I can find him again for next week. But you can find us on social media. Head over to Twitter at first and 10 underscore, I think. <laughs> We're on Facebook at first and 10 uh, Just search that there and like our page. Uh, we're doing all sorts of stuff, uh, competitions and stuff at the start of next season. Uh, and then, yeah, check us out everywhere you can. If you get us from iTunes, leave us a five-star rate and review. They're really appreciated. Although it's not iTunes anymore, I think it's Apple Podcasts now. And we're also on a new hosting site called Anchor Podcasts. So that's Anchor, for any of you uh, dirty-minded people. Anchor is the site. Um, you can find us on there, and you can also send us in a little voice recordings. If you download the Anchor app and search for our podcast, you can, uh, within the app, uh, record a voice recording, and that will get sent automatically straight to us. So if you want to get on the podcast with your views and opinions, then just do that. That'd be cool to hear from you. We'll have them in the show. Uh, but until next week, it's goodbye for me. And Dave says goodbye as well uh, from wherever he is in the void of Skype. And until next week, bye.